This WebmasterRadio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. My.AFCON2010.com My.AFFCON2010.com Your social media source for AFCON 2010. The trade show where our affiliates always attend for free. Sign up today at My.AFCON2010.com Check out photos and videos from our past events. Plus, check out our blog and discussion forums. Start socializing today and tell your friends to sign up now at my.afcon2010.com. Sign up today at my.afcon2010.com. The opinions expressed on this webmasterradio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of webmasterradio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay. With me today are Susan and Virginia. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Hi, everybody. You can catch SM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. That's noon Pacific. You can also download it at any time from Webmaster Radio Search Engine Optimization Channel, stream it on scmsynergy.com, or pick it up on iTunes. Now, when real-time search results started showing up last year, everyone in SEO knew the change was a big deal. And, in fact, it was almost an instant revolt. Um it was just too much of a non-moderated, uh, potentially harmful thing that started showing up in the search results. Frankly, I still find it revolting. <laughs> and since then, the updates and new implementations have uh, just sort of kept coming. I mean, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's keeping with tradition every day is a new day. And so they keep coming out. Google recently in- introduced a Twitter archive service. Uh, I'm not sure that everybody can get to it right now. Uh, Around our office, not everybody can. But the archive service uh, actually allows you to graphically see and go back through the archives, the public Twitter archives, and see how many people were tweeting about a particular topic on a given day. So if I search for uh, Golden Gate Park, which is one of the examples that we have, we can see for the last month the number of tweets during the day. And it looks like it's broken down into like four-hour increments or so. Um, the number of tweets per day so that we can I- highlight what may have you know lit up the, the Internet. And so... Um, that kind of information has been... Um, available for the news and other trends being searched for. And and now that we have Twitter as well, we're going to see what the public is talking about. Right, right. So if you go back to something like the Olympics or, you know, the day Michael Jackson died, you could actually chart and see how it went from 
I've heard he's dead, is he dead, what's going on, this, that, and the other thing, to just the explosion that followed afterwards. And I, I'm sure that that's actually probably a really interesting looking graph. You're right, you know, yeah. the, the spike is probably amazing. Or even the U.S.-Canada game at the most recent Winter Olympics and, you know, going down into overtime and are they going to win and who's, you know, who's going to come out on top? Is it going to be another miracle on ice? You know, that kind of thing. Well, there are, let's get in, there's a million top natural disasters. You know, the Iceland volcano. Right. There were probably not a whole lot of people talking about it. <laughs> Before it happened, mm-hmm. right? So uh, I think we're going to see that it is uh, going to give us perhaps some indication. Uh, I think more importantly, it might be the things that are growing over time, not the zero to 60, but the things that are growing over time where we can look and see trends. And I think trending is, is really what it's all about. If it's becoming important. As opposed to, oh my God, there was a natural disaster, it's suddenly important. But if it's becoming important, that is something that we can actually take action on as as webmasters. Yeah, absolutely. If people are starting to talk about something, and it's kind of like identifying seasonal trends. If you know that around this time of year, everybody starts talking about bikini season, bathing suit season, you can and you're a gym, you can start capitalizing on that and start talking about new programs that uh, for toning your body or this that and mm-hmm. the other thing or and this really it's just another window into what people are talking about it's not terribly different i don't think than the you know general trends report because that's also you know a, an aggregation of what people are talking about across the internet it's just that this is specifically what people are literally talking about because people just sort of chat on Twitter. Well, you could also use it, uh, I would think, to see when people start talking about annual events. When do people start talking about Halloween customs? When do they start talking about holiday parties? When do they start talking about vacations? And what time of day um, do people talk about entertainment or news or... Well, and I think another thing that, that I don't know it, that it, anyone's doing it right now, but with some kind of sentiment analysis, right? Sure, maybe people are talking about something, but, whether, but knowing whether that talk is positive or negative could be really valuable. You know, everybody's talking yesterday about taxes, but what are they talking about taxes, right? Are they all just complaining about the fact that their taxes... You know, or have to be sent out today, and now they have to pay the government this, that, and the other thing. And or are they saying, "I'm so excited, I get to pay my taxes"? Right? Are they just or, kidding? <laughs> or or are they talking about things that they learned about their taxes, or this, that, or and how does that sentiment compare to say at the end of January when WTs were just coming out, and a lot of people were still talking about taxes then, but those were the people who were doing it right away so that they could get their return right away. And so that's probably a more positive tax conversation than the April 15th tax conversation. But they're both large tax conversations. Right. Just real quick, um, Bing has a, is testing a new way of integrating Twitter that is two things. They, they're going to show tweets when you search, but um, also navigational queries. They're going to show the most shared links on Twitter on the term. Do you guys see any way to take advantage of that as a marketer? Not if it's of, on Bing. Now, now. What? <laughs> B 
beat me to it. The oh, sorry. <laughs> the real issue, and, and really, as everybody understands, the search engines have a tendency to converge ultimately over time. Anyhow, the real issue is: are, are you talking about uh, you know tiny URLs? Are you talking about you know three pages removed? Are you, what kind of links are you really talking about on Twitter? That is a good point. I mean, if we're just I, I assume that they're talking about the ultimate destination page and not the the shortened URL because ten different people could be li- linking to the exact same page using six different URL shorteners, and there's no way to you know discover the aggregate kind of traffic if you're just trying to pick and choose at the URL shorteners. Um, so ultimately, they have to chase it down right. to answer the question. Yeah. And, on how many and, tweets a day? I, I don't even know how many tweets. And the other thing is that you've got things, you've got URL shorteners that throw them into frames, like um, the Stumble Upon or Owly or something like that. How do you get the ultimate destination when you don't even get the ultimate destination off of a shortened URL like that? Oh, those are some complications. Um, well, you will have to stay tuned to see what, nec- what the next integration with Twitter is. I'm sure there will be something shortly. Um, but it is time for a quick break, so stay right there. More SEM Synergies on the way. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. (laughs) Sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at SEOfox.com. That's SEOfox.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. The WordPress Community Podcast, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. 
search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and I'm joined by Marty Weintraub, president of Aim Clear Search Marketing, a frequent speaker at search marketing conferences known for his dynamic presentations and fearless creativity in marketing. It is great to have you on the show, Marty. Thanks. The pleasure is entirely mine, Virginia. So one of the areas of expertise that you work in is the social media sphere. And uh, as we know, Facebook has been very busy lately. Um, it would is you agree? busy. It's more like an attempt at total domination that has a reasonable chance of succeeding. Facebook is um, it's awesome. It's where people are. They're massively engaged. They're all over the world. They're on the long tail of social interests, even in small countries. And um, this is going to be a really fun next 12 months. So then recently, um, at, I guess it was at the F8 Developers Conference when Facebook rolled out all these new functions that they're giving to developers. And I would highly recommend that right now listeners go to HTTP slash slash developers dot Facebook dot com slash plugins. Um, and there you will see the new social plugins that Facebook has uh, released that will add engagement to your site. And I've invited Marty to kind of walk us through them a bit. Right, because that's what most savvy marketers on planet Earth are doing right now. Right, social plugins let you provide social experiences that truly engage to users with like turnkey HTML. They're hosted by Facebook. They're for people who are logged into Facebook, and but personalized for all users. Um, it's an amazing source of um, marketing data on some nodes, and it really ties the social experience into individual websites and their fans and your friends. And it's a very colorful social mashup. Um, it's divided into the following buttons. Have a look. It's the like button, the recommendations button, login with faces, comments, activity feed, like box, face pile, and live stream. You could see these in action already on a number of sites. And what's really interesting about it is each button gives an example on the page of the button. Uh, I'm sorry, each plugin gives an example of the plug on the Facebook demo page with the plug in action. And I recommend that you open like Firefox logged into Facebook and another browser if you're on a Mac like Safari not logged into Facebook and make your first exploration through these pages with one browser logged in and one browser not logged in. Obviously, you could do that on two computers next to each other. Um, so what would be really cool to do, I think, is what you should be doing around your conference room table today, which is taking these things for a spin, grabbing the code and seeing exactly what they do, how they drive traffic, how they engage friends, how you meet new people, how um, this amplifies the socialness of the web. Okay. Do you want to look at some specific ones with us? Right, so let's go into the like button because that's going to be the most famous one. Right, okay. this, is about, this is about users making connection to your pages and pinging their friends with content, sharing it back, and it's one-click sharing. Again, Facebook hosts it. 
but there are person but but the button can display personalized content and again that's if you're logged in or not okay so if you're logged in it's personalized with your friends who like the page themselves um it's available in a simple iframe which means that um Right. Uh, there's a fuller featured one that you could get using um, an XFBML tag, and there's a and the new JavaScript SDK. Um, it's really cool because users can comment um, to what they like, and it posts back to Facebook. Um, this is the deepest of the plugs, actually. Scroll all the way to the bottom of the page, and you'll see there's a Get Code button, and you have options for grabbing the code and dropping it on your website. And you see an example. Um, in, in my browser right now, um, I see that there's 9,662 people that like this and that I have the chance to be the first of my friends. Um, I don't think there's any serious competitive intelligence here for those not logged in. What's really interesting is that this one's a bit deeper because you could drop custom um, metadata to web pages that um, give extra information to Facebook for how things are displayed. Okay, so should we blast through the, the um, other plugs here and discuss what they yeah. do? Okay. What, Virginia, what's totally groovy about this is, yeah, everybody's wrapped up in the privacy piece and everybody's super excited or pissed about... Um, about how this is all going to work, but where we're at is we're in the plugins figuring out what they do because we're all for privacy, but if they're going to give us the data, then we're going to respectfully market to you, sir or ma'am. Okay. <laughs> um, there's some cool stuff. I said that at SMX Sydney, and it was just tweeted about. Uh, also, um, <laughs> if we have any friends in Australia listening, I thank you for the experience last week at Sydney. It was just, like, really inspiring like being a speaker there you get to make friends with the industry of like a whole beautiful country okay click on activity feed right that's all activity. about whatever whatever activity um it's about what's been happening recently on the site uh, they're all hosted by facebook and again the content is personalized whether you're logged in or not okay it shows stories when people like your stuff and when they share your stuff back to facebook um, um, if, if they happen to be logged in, then they're looking at content from their buddies. Um, but logged out, it's like it shows dot everyone content from your site, right? And you get a chance mm -hmm. to log in. You'll have to experiment with exactly what that means like we are. But it's stuffed with stuff that your friends do. But if there's not enough friends to stuff out the plug-in, it's backfilled with dot everyone activity. Um, Let's see. Let me check my notes here. There's, um, yeah, some of these you could it, take your time and look through not logged in and have a look where you can make lists of other people's engaged users and what they're interested to so that you could um, make friends with them, like act, make friends. Okay. Um, comments. This is pretty cool. It's kind of interesting what it doesn't do. Look in the get code piece of this one. There's not even very many ways that you can um, that you can customize it. Um, mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. Users comment on your site, and it can be anything, wherever you put it. Um, and then they share it on Facebook and their wall and in their friends friend streams. So this is this is really cool in its simplicity because it gives. It gives users the ability to just blow your stuff into the Facebook stream. That's um, 
pretty darn cool. Okay, I like this one. Click on Face Pile. I think that they should just win an award for, like, the name. Face Pile? (laughs) Right. It shows my friends pictures of them that are already signed up for the site. I assume that means my old Facebook Connect, which this program is kind of placing. Um, I haven't tested it, but... It's, it's, it's a little lower on our prayer. Log in with faces. Hey, I just want to say, too, um, you've heard a lot of buzz lately about famous developer people uh, quitting Facebook, like Matt Cutts and the quality team blew off. My cousin, Jonathan Weintraub, a well-known developer in Chicago, like blew off his Facebook. Yeah, you know what? We'll see if their companies market with Facebook. Like, for instance, somebody tell Matt that YouTube has Facebook share buttons. And um, I wonder if, I I just don't quite know how to reconcile that when in their official capacity as ambassadors to search engines, they blow off their personal account. Or maybe there's no line. Maybe it's a personal move and it's not how Google feels about it. But I just wonder because YouTube uses Facebook share buttons and I'm pretty much sure they're a Google property. I've heard that, yes. (laughs) Just I, I mean, just I have to ask the question... I mean, look, I'm all for privacy, but if they're going to give us the data, then we're going to market to it with respect. Like, okay, um, live stream. This one's really, really cool for people like you and me that, like, cover conferences, Virginia. How hmm. Are you in live stream? I'm looking at it right now, yes. Right. It, it's about um, seeing real-time comments, and it's awesome for, like, functions, streaming yeah. video, like, webcasts, speeches, webinars. You could even do, like, MMG uh, games with that. With, I mean, do you think we should be live blogging conferences like with this pup? Um, it, look oh. how easy it is to deal with. You just put it on your blog, like whatever, you know, there's going to be amazing plugins for these coming in WordPress. I, uh, mm-hmm. we know of some that already exist and mm. send you links. Okay. Um, like box, like box. Oh, like box. Right. Um, right. Uh, oh yes. We've been playing with this one. I wonder why that, why I'm, they picked lactose free milk for it. Somebody's got a sense <laughs> of humor. Right. But I did it. I, I liked it. Uh, it's a lactose free milk kind of weekend. Right. Okay. So it's a way to dig the page with a click and you don't even need to go there. You could drop a page in an iframe and users don't even have to go there. Uh, you could see recent posts and you could see how many people already dig it or which of your mm-hmm. friends like it. Like, so, so everybody is wrapped up in like the big, big debates about Facebook right now. But me, it's just like this. I mean, I can't even believe I'm looking at that stuff in a way that I can install it with like two lines of code. Mm -hmm. And given that Facebook has 400 plus million users and that they're fanatically engaged, y'all could check those numbers currently at facebook.com slash statistics facebook.com slash statistics and they give you the updated numbers and they're spooky freaky crazy it's just facebook is it it rivals or sometimes surpasses google in terms of american search traffic google's dominance that you hear about is about search share not about traffic there's a search engine in um facebook too by the way and um At SMX Advanced, we're going to be presenting a ranking factor study and discuss best practices for optimizing groups, events, 
applications, people, um, fan pages, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And um, oh, and also optimizing fan pages feeds to Google's organic SERPs as well. Mm. So that's another it, topic that we don't even have time for here, but I'd love to hear it. So I'm glad we're going. I'm going to uh, advanced. A couple more that we didn't hit yet. Uh, login with faces. Right. Thanks. Login with. I know we only have ten minutes. I'm used to a slightly longer format, so guide me. Okay. Um. Right. They show your pals mugs who are already signed up for the site plus a login button. Right. It lets you specify how the rows show. It it sizes itself. Um. Um. For instance, here's their example. I'm quoting now. If you specify a maximum of four rows of faces and there are only enough friends to fill two rows, the height of the plugin will size itself for two rows of faces. Right. Also available by XF, XFBML tag, which is a fancy way of saying a cool layout tool. Right. And you've got that get code thing with minimum um, customization. Really Facebook made a dumbass way for us to add all of this stuff, like super simple. Right. Okay. Which which other one haven't we and done? And then the here? last one is recommendations. Oh my god, this one is massively huge. This is where Facebook takes on the most important review sites of the world in the world at the same time as they create proprietary deals to have some sort of extra special presence on them. But um, right, this is where you recommend stuff to your users. Everything, again, is hosted on Facebook, so it shows personalized recommendations if you're logged in or not. The plug looks at, quote, all the social interactions with URLs from your site. So, dude, if you log in, you get preference and highlighted things that your friends dig if you're logged in. Um, you could show which site you want to recommend for. Um, there's exact match. Um, dom- there's exact domain match. Here's a quote. So a plugin with site equals Facebook.com would not include URLs from developers.facebook.com. And um, what's cool about it is that you could aggregate, like you could have multiple domains represented. Again, um, JavaScript S- SDK XF. XFBML tag or dumbass code, it works great either way. Right. So, um, <laughs> so it, it's pretty, the, the dumbass code just puts it in an iframe. So it's technology that's been around like forever. So even the most um, basic sort of web developer is going to be able to deal with this. It's just the iframe. It even gives you the iframe tag. You just put it somewhere on your site, paste it in the code. It's really uber simple. And every single, Virginia, every single one of these plugins, you and I could spend an hour talking about after we get to spend about another 20 hours with it. Um, the, you're, you're seeing this stuff start to show up on major publications in significant ways. And, um, get and I know you're testing it. quite a few of them yourself to figure out other applications as well as where these privacy loopholes are that maybe, you know, as long as they're there, marketers may as well take that information and do what they can with it. Yeah, you know, scumbags are going to exploit loopholes and abuse users plenty, and it won't take long at all for Facebook to have to follow this stuff around algorithmically and look for spam. Like, I don't know if everybody completely respects what Google has done in terms of cleaning up the directory. Facebook's got a hard act to follow, and I'm sure they're going to do okay at it. Um, but it, it, 
they control the paradigm right now. Like they control, like, I don't know if y'all know this, but when you buy Facebook paid about half the time for half the clicks, you could see the individual user in analytics, which means you could filter them out, sort them by engagement metrics and make a list of the 800 people you'd like to get to know better um, at a cost per lead cost per friend lead a CPL where the lead is for a friend and and you get a conversion rate the conversion rate is when they friend you back cause they love you like so I mean we're looking at Facebook gives us Easter eggs they just kind of show up in places like think about that I mean it's three dollars a lead if We've seen data that says at a 29 cent average CPC on whatever scale we want, we can do an average friend lead for about three bucks with a conversion rate in two weeks of about 80% because we're likable when we're community managers. And Facebook is going to be about understanding where the nodes of competitive intelligence and value exist and making sure that in addition to whatever direct response KPIs, um, your money-hungry conversion mongers cook up, there's lots and lots and lots of data in different ways. Um, fan pages are increasing the amount of data you get. It just This is, this is awesome. It's an awesome time. I mean, Ad Labs is about to, they already attribute demographic um, attributes to search queries. It's the only place where if somebody is searching for something, you can see that a certain demographic says it this way and a certain demographic says the other way. It's, that doesn't matter right now because it's just Xbox users and old people whose computers default to MSN and a couple of Bing users. But when they roll in 30% of, of, of search share with Yahoo, that, the paradigm is social attributes at all nodes, even at the search node in terms of demographic research. And these plugins are just the first suite of tools it's am I'm completely blown away. I mean, I can't even believe it. Well, I can't wait to see what else you have for us on this topic. Um, hopefully, you'll share it on your blog over at aimclear.com. Yeah, yeah. Um, we just posted a really interesting piece about demographic segmentation in Australia and New Zealand to our few hundred new friends there. And um, it's really interesting. Yes, I, I, that would be very enjoyable. And um, you can contact Marty on Twitter or f read more from him where he's aimclear or at aimclear. And uh, thank you again for coming on the show, Marty. Uh, thanks for having um, me do the introduction to these tools to your listeners, Virginia. My pleasure. Definitely. All right. We're going to take a quick break, but SEM Synergy will be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. 
Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic Tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic Tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Did you know? 99designs is a leading marketplace for graphic design on the Internet. Did you know? 99designs connects you to a community of over 35,000 designers who will compete to do the best work for you. Did you know? 99designs allows you to post projects for logo design, web page design, t-shirt design, and more. Did you know? 99designs projects the average of over 70 different design options for a price that you set. 99designs. When designers compete, you win. How would you like to not ever have to deal with a gatekeeper again? Can't find a direct contact for the decision maker? Stop calling the main directory. Because now there's Lead Researcher from eGrabber, the one-stop source for finding contact information online. eGrabber finds email addresses or lets you find people with their email address. Just look up a company name and eGrabber gives you a complete list of names, IDs, email addresses, and phone numbers that you need fast. Think of the time that you'll save with Lead Researcher. Learn more about Lead Researcher at www.egrabber.com slash WMR. That's egrabber.com slash WMR. Ready to learn to be a mass marketing mastermind? Take some notes from the godfathers of mass distribution. Inbox, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. I'm Susan here with Virginia and Michael Terry. And a few weeks ago, WordStream, um, which provides keyword management tools for PPC and SEO, they published the results of an interesting survey they had conducted that tried to take the temperature of the industry in order to identify its biggest pain points. And they came up with some kind of interesting results. What they what we all hate most is link building, which I don't think is terribly surprising. Right. And we don't ne- do nearly enough of it because it is really painful. It is. I mean, it is. It's it's a lot of work for very little return, even if you're good at it. Well, no. <laughs> it gets a no. good return. Uh. Um, it's just, it's really hard. And it's not as obvious like a lot of the other things you do. Um, keyword research or whatever, you're doing keyword research, you build up a list. Hey, there's a list. It's right there. It's You, you get immediate feedback. With link building, there's only one thing you want, which is to increase page rank, basically. And actually, it's even worse traffic. than... Traffic. You want traffic, too. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> if you're doing directory submissions... Not directory submissions, no, but, that, but I mean, that's like... one of the primary ways of building up your initial uh, your initial links. Like yeah, you, whatever. You can shoot it. up from zero to, to four page rank on a brand new site, which has... You know, no prominence anywhere. Um, it's a good way to do it, but you're not going to get any traffic from that. This is just uh, the stuff that you have to do to bootstrap your business. To bootstrap your business, you've got to <laughs> do directory links. Oh God! <laughs> you do. It's sad. That's no, a, that's horrible. <laughs> well, the problem is that Google doesn't. Um, Google's business 
relies on you not being able to have scalable link building, you have to do things by, you know, grease, um, elbow grease. You know, you have to make your your product better so that people will link to you organically or whatever. The reason that link building is so hard is as soon as you find a scalable way to build links, then Google's going to squash it. Yeah. That's just the way it is. You've got quite a rant about Google and their stranglehold on their data as it is. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> something I just noticed, obviously, because I'm working on uh, the Bruce Clay tool set, is uh, when we use the API to do search ranking, to, to get search rankings for our clients, right? Um, if you do API calls with the special operators, like all in title, uh, they start blocking those. They start timing out your calls after a while. And it's long before they time out your other API API calls. So they're doing specifically for those. And obviously they're saying they're inferring that you're trying to get information that they don't want you to get or you're doing it for SEO purposes. And what bothers me about this is the fact that ostensibly Google would, you know, block um, overloading their API because you might be somebody spidering them to get competitive information, right? You're an alternate search engine or something like that. Um, but the only people who would reasonably want this information are SEOs and people running or- online businesses. And Google is so adamant about only using data to run their business, they think data is so important. And yet they make it hard for the people who rely on Google for their very sustenance, for their profit, for all their revenue. They make it hard for them to get the data that's most important to run their business. And I, I think it's a, a little bit hypocritical, <laughs> if not slightly evil. Yes, slightly sorry, evil. Oh no. Not doing any evil here. No, no <laughs> evil. Google doesn't do evil. All right. So <coughs> I can't believe I have to say this, but Google is clearly profiling SEO type searches. Oh, indeed. Yeah, <sighs> there's no way around that. Oh, I can hear Lisa gloating from here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but back to the subject at hand. Right. Um, yep, link building is really, really hard. And some, some people say you should be spending 70 to 80% of your time on SEO on link building, which I think few SEOs probably actually do. Do you think that is the prominence of it in the whole I think that you – I would spend more time doing uh, rich content building, to, to be honest. I don't think I'd put it as high as 70 to 80%, but I'd probably put it higher than most SEOs do, maybe like 30, especially at the beginning, like like bootstrapping your business, (laughs) bootstrapping your SEO when you're just starting off and you have no links and nobody knows who you are. um, I would definitely be focusing on content building, probably like almost like 40, 40, 40%, 40% and link building. Um, But I think you can scale back the like elbow grease link building once you've got up to like a PR4 or so. And then you should be focusing on content and making your site really awesome and stuff like that. What, what's the – okay, so you're talking about building rich content. You're talking about link building. What's the part of it that's structure, like actually designing your site in a way that's – Oh, that that's easy. I mean, that's not even on the list. That's so far down. It's, but isn't that the very first But step? isn't it important? Oh, where does it come <laughs> Whether, in? Not, not how much effort it takes, just ease of not, – not, not even ease, but <clears> – <throat> Are you talking about architecture? Yeah, like architecture, internal linking, deciding where not you know not just content building, but what kind of content you're building and where you're going to be putting it. Because I mean, you could write, you know, a thousand articles and then, you know, oh yeah, no architecture, link architecture, and the the link design of your site is really important, and that's something upfront cost, you know. So you should do that. Like 
if we're talking about a business that's just online business is just starting out, it's pretty easy because you've got a blank slate. So you just design it so that you know the themes are um, siloed correctly, and you know links that are talking about the same stuff are all interlinked together and things like that. So you create your your little topic hubs or what have you. Um, if you do build that architecture in the beginning, then it's easy to just add pages and you know right where they go and you don't have to do too much work. Well, but you have to have a content development plan from that point on. You've built your mm-hmm. your silos and, and your architecture. For sure. Then you should have a plan to, to slot things into that oh, rather than yeah. just... Because you can write, a you know, like our website has SEO and PPC and <laughs> analytics. We can write a thousand articles on SEO and let PPC and analytics just lie there and do nothing without a content plan. That's what we might be tempted to do because SEO is so important to us as as you know writers well absolutely all right well i guess we are out of time again but check out semsynergy.com for more on this week's guest and topics and you can follow us on twitter at semsynergy if you have internet marketing questions or anything you want to hear about send an email to semsynergy at bruceclay.com and come back next week for more industry info and experts thanks for joining us on sem synergy